Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Ayers on the Road. I'm Richard Ayer and I'm seated by my lovely partner and lead actor, Linda. Hello, how are you this morning? We are recording this on Christmas Eve, although you will not be listening to it for a couple of days. But we are excited. Well, whenever you listen to it, it'll be the last Ayers on the Road podcast of 2020. And all I've got to say, Linda, is good riddance to 2020. Oh, everybody is saying that. But you know what? What will we we regret about what not we, doing while well, we had the chance. <laughs> while we had the time. <laughs> Although we've had a lot of months to do what we need to do. I'm sure everybody's feeling the same. It is going to be so nice to kiss this thing goodbye. And we don't know how soon. New Year's Eve coming up and there won't be any parties. No one will be getting together. Hopefully everyone will be... Maybe this will be the most reflective New Year's Eve ever because you can't go out and celebrate. So you'll be sitting there watching the clock tick and you'll be saying... <laughs> Only five more minutes and we'll be done with 2020. It won't be it won't be a happy new year party or thought process. It'll be a good riddance last year thought process. <laughs> but it will be a happy, happy new year. And you know, it'll probably be half the year before we really, everybody feels comfortable. Or, yeah, you never know. But at least there's the light at the end of the tunnel. And I don't think it'll be a full-on return to normal. I think it'll be, I mean, you know, if you, I'm not a historian, but if you look back through the crises of the last many hundred years, it, it always seems like after one is over, whether it's a world war or whether it's another pandemic or whether it's just a, a recession or a really bad time economically, it just seems like most of the world, particularly I think in America, because we are a young, vibrant country still, there's a kind of a bounce back. There's a kind of a gratitude. There's a kind of a energy that comes following a crisis, and the world gets kind of exciting. And I'm, I'm maybe I'm just wishful thinking, but I'm, I'm thinking that'll be the case. I'm thinking it'll be we'll we'll appreciate things more, and we will probably see them with better perspective. Yes, and I think we're not ever going to be the same. We have learned so much this year about not getting together that we can do so much online that we didn't think we could. We have a son-in-law who is um, working at a huge, he's got a job at a huge company um, out in the mid valley there and it is a huge tech company. But he has been, it's not even open yet and it's huge. And I, we went by the other night and the lights were Oh, their were big on. new headquarters. Yeah, and I don't well, know Well, it's plural they... site. Some of you will know that company, and it's a wonderful company, but it's this huge new campus they've built. And I don't know if they really need it because... <laughs> they've all learned to work online. working, uh, you know, uh, distantly for a while because he's in Ogden. That's a long trip. But anyway, I just think things are never quite going to be the same, but better. I wonder what all of you have done for Christmas this year. We have tried. It's such a balancing act, isn't it? Because you want to, you still, I mean, Christmas is still the time to give gifts to those you love the most. But how do you do it? You can't assemble. You can't get together. 
And you, you kind of find a middle ground. What we've done, and several of our friends, we were just reading an email from another one who's done the same thing, is we've, instead of getting together as a big extended family with kids and grandkids and so on, we've done it one at a time with each of the families. We've had them come here to our house. We've had them downstairs. We've been up in the balcony, up in the upstairs, looking down at them. Uh, separated by glass, except when we come down for a little while to give them an air hug or eat with them or or hand them a present. We've just tried to be as careful as we can, and we've done it one family at a time instead of all the families together. And in some ways, that's better. I mean, in some ways, it was more manageable. I shouldn't say that because you had to fix dinner over and over again. Well, yeah, but it and was. I had to clean up over and over again. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you cleaned your little head off. <laughs> anyway, it really was, uh, I think it was really delightful because it was a time when we could really concentrate on one family at a time. And I maybe you only have two children, that's not a problem for you. But um, it really has been a delightful season for us because we've had time to really um, savor some things and some children and... It's been great. You know what we did? We, our gift, we, we always have a hard time. Here's how we do it. Let's just tell you. I mean, not that you should do it this way because I'm sure it's got a lot of flaws, but Linda is so good at finding things for the grandchildren. And bless your heart, honey, you, you find them each the right thing. And this is a hard job to, to give that many gifts and to make them be the right gift and so on. And I get the easier job of trying to think of the thing we're going to give to our children. We try to give them one gift each year, one gift that's the same for each of each of the nine of them and their families. And um, this year, it just seemed appropriate, and I'm so happy the way it's turned out, although they're going to be late. These gifts are going to be late because they're in process of being made. But we decided to give them each a world globe and and I mean a real and like you know the old since Renaissance times. Don't let me get carried away here, Linda, because yeah, I'm really into these yeah. globes. But but in the Renaissance, they started for the first time making world globes, realizing that a flat map was always going to be distorted, and that the only way to get an accurate map was to do it as a globe, like the shape of the Earth. And they made them on paper, on rag paper, and they they made them in big strips that came to a point at the top and the bottom and they glued them onto these wooden spheres they were just works of art and we a few years ago i think it was on christmas i think it was christmas day that the the van a car pulled up and there was a knock on our door and and our dear friend leon peterson who we're really nostalgic about right now because he passed on just a couple of weeks ago but there on the porch were a couple of people delivering this world globe that he had made as a gift for us and it was an antique globe on a beautiful mahogany stand and it's just become one of our most treasured possessions and so this year we decided we're going to figure out a way to, to replicate that or to produce one similar to it and give one to each of our children and it's been a real journey. I had to find a little carpenter that could make these stands. We had to find a Slovakian woman in Chicago who still does these this old world kind of globes with the strips of paper and glue and 
and so on. And I mean, it's okay, just so been a process. Enough, but you have done a fabulous job of, of organizing that, orchestrating it. And you may be at a different spot in life than that when that would be the farthest the thing The furthest from thing from your mind. But this is part of our family history now just because of a lot of things. And so it has been really a wonderful journey to really think about the world. And it, interestingly, we are in a world pandemic. This is not just us. This is everywhere all over the world. And so in some ways, the, the world has grown a little bit closer through this because... We're all suffering the same thing. Well, through empathy, I guess, and electronic connection. But you're right, honey. I mean, we. you may say, well, what? A, why would you give that kind of a gift? Not through a particular design of our own, but through our own travel by being authors and going on book tours and going on speaking tours and so on. We have just traveled a lot, maybe more than we should have or more than we wished we had. But we we took, many of you know who know us, we took the kids on a lot of those trips. And we had miles from trips and we could fly them around the world for free. So for us, this is such a poignant year because whereas, uh, you know, in a given year, we might have we might have got on airplanes 50 or 80 times in the year to go somewhere and give a speech or whatever. This year... <laughs> We got on one airplane to go to London to be with our daughter when she had her twins. And and our children also, we've just all quit traveling. And so we thought, well, we'll give this gift of the world and it'll help us reflect on the parts of it we've seen and how much we love it and how much we miss it. And it'll sort of pave the way for 2021. Yes, and it kind of um, takes the sting out of not having our kids home. Um, yeah, we were just yeah. reminiscing today about what we usually did for Christmas Eve, gathering our kids in a little room in our house, and they give their gifts to each other and so on. So here we are on Christmas Eve, and now we've done our thing with most of them. Two more families are coming for Chris on Christmas Day, but it really is going to be interesting. This year we're just spending Christmas Eve taking care of a couple of families that really are needy yeah yeah <laughs> and that will be fun too it'll be really delightful and linda tomorrow morning for the first time in 50 years we will have our own christmas morning together with just the two of us yeah it'll be great that hasn't happened for 50 years it'll just be so interesting it will and you know we are spending christmas eve with one of our families but they've all had covid yeah. <laughs> which is you know it's kind of nice actually that people <laughs> have had covid and so you can actually breathe on them and not feel like they're you know yeah we say come on over if you've had covid and don't stay <laughs> stay there and don't come if you <laughs> If you haven't, or if you we're might really, be getting it. We're trying really hard to get to the end here without getting it. But um, So anyway, you might wonder, what is, where's all this leading? Well, we, we thought that the way to do this last show of 2020 would be part four of our travel stories. If you, you who listen regularly know we spent three podcasts on different kinds of travel and stories, things we, we remember with fondness that we thought you might find interesting. And again, the, the, the subtitle of Ayers on the Road is Relationship Recipes. And one of the reasons to try to travel with your family or with parts of your family is that you, you the relationships uh, that come from it. Um, uh, we know several people who in business will occasionally, whenever they can, they'll take one of their children on a business trip. 
And they will always say to us, you know, I got to know that child better in those two days on an airplane or driving or whatever we did. Just the two of us without an agenda, just going somewhere but talking. That did so much for our relationship. And we're going to talk a little about some of the kinds of relationships that um, that we really cherish and some travel types of things that we've never really done before. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. We're going to talk a little about a mom just traveling with her daughters, about a dad just traveling with his sons, about taking some trips just with your in-law kids to try to form closer relationships with them, some real specialized kinds right, of travel. Right, and, and the whole group. And, and I think many of you will be interested in talking about in-laws because there's a tr- that's a tricky subject. That's a tricky kind of a uh, relationship. It really is very different. But we did have a marvelous experience several times with um, all of our adult girls. I, I called it mothers and future mothers of our realm before everybody was married and so on. So the single ones came and the ones that were married came. M and FME, mothers and future mothers of IR realm. MFME, yeah. M, yeah, MFME, and I called mine F and FFE, fathers and future fathers of IRL. The idea of getting together just with the women or just with the guys and really getting to know them and having the in-law sons right with the regular sons and same with the, the and, right. and, and all about relationships. Something about relationships flourish when you're away from the comfort zone, away from your normal home. So we're going to talk about this in the second half. We hope that you'll stay with us because it is really fascinating. You've outdone topic. me, Linda. The women have traveled better than the men. Well, but we've learned a lot from each other. So hang on. We'll be right back right, right after right this. Right back after this short break. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back on Christmas Eve talking about a lot of memories and a lot of crazy stuff that have happened to all of us this year. You won't listen on Christmas Eve. That's when we're recording it. But you'll probably be listening before the end of this awful year of 2020. (laughs) And uh, when we started this year, we thought, oh, 2020, clear vision. This is so great. This is going to be the greatest year. And actually, we have clear vision about things that we had no idea we were going to learn. You know what we have? We have 2020 hindsight. Yeah, we do have 2020 hindsight. I'm glad it's hindsight. I'm glad it's hindsight. But we're talking right now about relationships with older children, married children, or children that have left home, and in-laws, in-law children which is um, we haven't really talked about before on the show. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Linda. I'm going to have you lead off here because you you decided, and I kind of followed along and did this with the guys, but you decided you wanted to get away with your daughters and your daughters-in-law and get them out of their houses, get them away from their children for a little break, and be with them and learn about them and improve the relationships among them and the relationships with you. And you just you just go through some of the trips you've taken. And don't any of you get too jealous out there because what you have to remember is we had a lot of miles on airplanes 
And we were able to do this on kind of a budget basis. But go through some of those trips you've well, had Well, I think our daughters. very, very first one with our just our girls. Because when our kids left home, I thought, oh, my gosh, did I teach my girls about how important mothering is? Or did I just yell at them the whole time <laughs> and <laughs> tell them to practice and all that stuff? And I really do feel like I needed to have them together and we needed to talk about motherhood. So we had a book that we'd assigned ourselves. I didn't. They assigned uh, the one that they wanted to read. And then we would talk about it when we were all together. Um, we, we did start in Europe just because we had a lot of stuff going in Europe at that time. But we Was that had, your first one ever? Yeah. with um, Just your daughters, no daughters-in-law. Just in the law. daughters. And um, we had one grandbaby, but the grandbaby was left with his dad. Because oh, only, only a daughter was married at that time. Right. The other four. But um, we had a marvelous three. time. We all love art. And so we uh, did the rounds. We went into um, Milan. We went into Paris, I think. And then we went to Milan. And then we went to everywhere. You don't want to hear all, this, all the places we went. But we... Uh, we were, there were enough of us so that we just were there were five of us in one car but it was bonding well, it was bonding it oh, wasn't just it was a good time we'll it wasn't just never, fun it wasn't just tourists forget it was incredible so much talking to each other so that was your first one and then tell some of the well, others well we just done. we went to Washington D.C. once because we were living there actually at the time yeah uh, we went to New York because one of our daughters was living there and we crammed into her little apartment in New York and, um, you know, it does get expensive. I remember standing in the freezing cold at the half-price tickets in, in, down at oh, Times for Square. Broadway. And then I got to the, uh, to the front, and they told me it was going to be $500. And in those days, I just thought, oh, my gosh, I, <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do that. So we had dinner. We had a lovely dinner together <laughs> instead. I mean, that was funny to look back on. But it really was an amazing time. We went to San Francisco once because we had a daughter living there. And she had just had twins, so we had um, twins at the same time, babies, eight-month-old babies. There was always a baby. Because um, the only ones you could bring were, were, nursing, were babies. nursing babies. You had to figure out a babysitter or leave them with your husband, because the whole idea was getting away anyway. from normal life. Yeah, and now... We have another daughter. That was our oldest daughter who had twins. Now we have a youngest daughter with twins. So she's going to be joining us with eight-month-old twins this year. On the next, uh, on the next one. But Linda, when's the first one when you that you remember when you brought the daughter-in-laws in on the trip along with the daughters? It's daughters. Daughters-in-law. Your along. mother would be really yeah, mad if yeah, she heard yeah, you say okay. that. Um, anyway, just because she was a stickler on yeah. correct pronunciation. Anyway. Um, we had the most fabulous daughters-in-law. Our sons did. Do you remember the first job. one when you started integrating um, the daughter-in-laws? Daughters-in-law. Daughters-in-law. That was Asia, and uh, she was a delight. And I don't remember where. Oh, we did go to St. George, Utah, because they were living there. Oh, that was a trip, just a short yeah. trip to yeah. the desert. Yeah. But we had uh, we packed our faces with green. Uh, avocado stuff and had facials and laughed our heads off and had such a good time. <laughs> and um, then as we added daughters-in-law, it was so fun and so interesting. And then toward the end, we added a daughter-in-law who lived in Switzerland. She was from Switzerland, 
but she was actually living in Switzerland. By then, our son got her back home to her family, and so she organized, she orchestrated this whole thing, and we had the most fabulous time. You including going, including going uh, parasailing. Yes, some of them went parasailing <laughs> in Switzerland. We were going to do hot air balloon, but the wind wasn't good enough. But um, we had the most fun. We went to the most unique places, cheese-making places out in the forest and the Alps, and saw how they made cheese. Um, we went to a concert uh, in Vienna that was uh, in a concert hall where Mozart had played as a young child and had the greatest time. We went on a Sound of Music tour on bikes and had so much fun. Now, keep in mind, though, as Linda's bubbling on about this, the purpose was not to be a sightseeing tourist. The purpose was to spend quality time with these daughters and daughters-in-law and to really, really make it exciting and to come back knowing each other even better. And now, when you go, let's, let's be, let's talk about this, honey. You now go, there's nine of you. There's you, right. four daughters, and four daughters-in-law, and that's quite a group, and you can't go in one car anymore. No, nope. we had two cars. <laughs> we had a kid on a skateboard who flipped the skateboard up and hit one of our cars one time, and we had to work on Not one of our kids on the skateboard. No, no, like, it was just some random kid, kid. random kid sitting there. <laughs> but um, we ended up at um, Oktoberfest. Um, in Austria, and it was so fun. We didn't the only even know nine what we were people that weren't into. drinking beer were right. you. Were Everyone you? else was drunk, and we were just <laughs> really entertained. The glockenspiel and all that. Now, what, what those did kinds I... of adventures, I think everybody can't have, but you can get away to a sh you know a sh some place a short distance away, and is manageable if you don't have that. Yeah, access you don't to have to go to Europe. Expenses. You don't have to go to Asia. You can go, you know, to a campground. But well, I think the best thing this did was it truly bonded us forever because we know, and luckily everybody has some similar interests. And right now during COVID, we have had a Zoom call every week, and we've gathered those eight eight beautiful women together and talked about something they don't always all come and you know that wouldn't have been possible or that wouldn't have worked had you not done all this travel bonding together because you're all you're like right. sisters now right and we're sisters but everybody's different everybody's doing something different yeah. in their own way and so on and so um, we've all learned to laugh about some funny idiosyncrasies of, of some of our darling daughters and daughters-in-law and I feel like this is the time that has really helped us all to feel like we're a family. We are together in this, even though they each have their own families yeah. and they have their own interests and so on. It has been a delight. Now, you may say, what about you guys? Well, I kind of was the next. I said, hey, you, I can't. we can't let the women have all the fun. So we started doing things with fathers and future fathers of IRL. I'll just mention a couple of the highlights. We, we did one thing that was really wonderful. We got all of us, and there's 10 of us, because the reason there's one more of us than of you women, Linda, is because we have one unmarried son. Now, when he gets married, you'll have 10, too. Well, well you but, we realize we have five sons, though, and only four daughters. Yeah, so that's right, but it will be the same when they're all married, because the daughter-in-laws yeah. will okay. fit in. So one one year we found we have a friend that has horses. We only have a couple of horses. We had three, I think, at the time, but we had a friend that had some more. And we went into Zion's Park, 
and rode all the way through the park and came out at Kolob Canyon. It took two and a half days. Some of the horses weren't broke as well as they should have been. We had some wild times. But we slept together on a sandy riverbed at a fire looking up at the stars. And we just talked and talked and talked about what it is to be a dad and how you can be a proactive dad and so on. And we just got to know each other better and better and better. Probably the other one that's really memorable is we went scuba diving. All 10 of us happened to be certified. Well, actually, two weren't certified. They got certified in order to go on this trip. And we went to Cozumel um, by Cancun, where they're the greatest drift dive in the world. And we just we stayed at a diving hotel, and we dived twice a day, every day, for several days. And we bonded underwater, and we bonded above water, and we talked and talked and talked and had our meals together. And that's when I remember really thinking of my son-in-laws as my sons. I mean, really in my own mind. Thinking of my sons-in-law as my sons. And we've done other things. We did a motorcycle one once, and we did a, what are those things? You, you stand on segways. We did a segway trip once. We're going to go to Alaska at some point and fish for salmon. Again, bargain basement. We have to plan for these. We have to plan a couple of years yeah, ahead and, and we get mileage, save money. And we certainly do not have luxury accommodations either. And right. everybody gets their own tickets when we fly the cheapest ones they can, and I just reimburse them. And, you know, I just have to add one little thing. My parents were so sweet, a little farm family up in Montpelier, Idaho. Yeah. And they um, saved and saved, and then they left us, uh, they left my sister some property and me, our little farm. And I sold that little farm for not very much, but I put it in, I have to a say. A travel fund. A travel fund in Apple. <laughs> and, and that has been really helpful because we feel like this is on. She's talking about Apple stock. This is quite an investor, this lady. She but, only invests but, in one company. But the bottom line is I feel like this is on their dime. I yeah. feel like they're the ones that are supporting us and helping us to do yeah. this. And it's been such a delightful thing. So those of you who want to give something to your kids I'm telling you, that is the best gift travel, we've ever had. Travel, the gift yeah. of travel. Before we run out of time, Linda, one other kind of travel that has been really eye-opening for us. We try to take our daughter-in-laws, just the daughter-in-laws, no daughters. Daughters-in-law, daughters <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Or just the sons-in-law without our own kids. That's where you really get to know oh, we them. we had so much fun with those girls. We went on a little cruise. Went on a little cruise because with we just our daughter and our daughters-in-law. <clears throat> we were speaking on the cruise, remember? So yeah, we, we could, didn't have to pay. Well, they didn't pay us. We just we said, don't, we said, don't pay. We were giving a speech that was going to be paid on this cruise. And we said, we don't want any pay, but we do want to bring our four daughter-in-laws. Daughters-in-law. And we did. And boy. Well, three. Only three could go, but. I mean, I'm a not a big cruise fan of, in some ways, but there's nothing like, when when it gets safe again, there's nothing like a cruise to really get to know. You're sitting at the same table eating three times a day, eating right. for a couple hours each time. Lots of talking. <laughs> Lots of talking. And so that's a great kind of a trip to take. It is, and um, we, we have to admit that we've, we've never really got it. We've never gotten the sons-in-law. 
And so that's our next and, one. And we have up. to say yeah. that the relationships there are ups and downs in every relationship. We will, we don't want you to think this is all sweetness and light, and nobody ever gets their feelings hurt. Nobody ever gets worried about things. Well, sometimes you get into differences you've had, and that's yeah. why why you do it to get things aired yeah. out. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's been really delightful, but you know there are some really hard things with in laws as well, and we we realize and understand that. So the whole idea is just give it some thought. I mean, the whole idea of ours on the road is just to talk about things that we've done or might do or plans we have. And you have your own situation, your own family, and and maybe an idea is sparked in your mind and you decide, how do I improve? What is a relationship recipe for me? And we wish you the very best in doing that. Um, Merry, Merry Christmas and Happy, Happy New Year. We'll happy see you 2021. Next time we'll in see the you. New year. We'll see you next year. Bye bye. Um, Hires on the road.